0: Welcome to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast, where changing the world starts with changing the home, with your host, Meredith Curtis.
1: Welcome to Finish Well Podcast. I'm your host, Meredith Curtis, and I'm so excited that you are with us today. We are going to talk about 10 ways to be healthy and stay healthy. So one thing I'm noticing right now as I'm recording this, and you may be listening to this years later, all of these principles still apply. But right now, in the early summer of 2020, we're coming out of the COVID-19 lockdown, and we've become more and more health conscious then really more like germ phobic, you know, we're really nervous about COVID-19, but now we're seeing it subside. And so we're coming out of our homes and our businesses are opening and it's a really exciting time, but I'm hoping that we can not just avoid getting a virus or something like that, but that we can become really healthy people and stay really healthy people. So I'm going to talk about ways to boost your immune system to avoid getting sick. And when you hear the things I list, you're going to say, oh my goodness, those are so old-fashioned. I feel like my grandmother is talking to me. Well, here's the deal. They are old-fashioned things, but I'm going to explain to you why they work and how they really do impact your health, and what kind of the science behind them, and also how to motivate your family to do these things so that you can be healthy and stay healthy. So I'm going to start with sleep. Now, if you're a mom and you have a baby or a toddler, you're probably thinking, sleep? What is sleep? I I remember sleep, but it's just so far away. (laughs) Well, I know, and I just really challenge you to grab naps, to do whatever you can to get sleep and realize that this season really will pass. There really will come a time when you do get more sleep again, but it is hard and, and I, my heart just goes out to you because I remember waking up. I had had five children. I had been pregnant and nursing for, I think, 13 years, 14 years. And I woke up one day, I had weaned my youngest And it had been about two months, and then suddenly I'm awake, and I realized for the first time I felt refreshed. I didn't feel tired, and it was such a good feeling. And I remember just being so happy and having so much energy. So if you're in that season of less sleep, my heart goes out to you, but again, it will pass. Do your very best to get whatever sleep you can and help your children to get the sleep that they need. So if there's any way that you can add an extra hour or two to your sleep so that you don't have to set an alarm, if you allow your body every night to get all the sleep that it needs and you wake up in a natural way, then your body will really adjust. First, you might sleep a little longer if you're kind of tired and worn down, but eventually your body will just wake up when it needs to wake up and that's such a blessing for you because what happens during sleep is that your body has a chance to repair itself and the major time that your body's immune system works is when you're sleeping. That's why people say, Oh, get plenty of sleep. Well, that's why, because when your body is resting and your body isn't busy digesting food, your body isn't busy thinking of math problems, when your body is sleeping or resting, That's the immune system says, okay, guys, let's go. And it just starts fighting the germs and your body is always battling germs. You're always exposed to germs and a good immune system does its job and you don't get sick. But sometimes a germ gets in and you do get sick and then your immune system kicks in, destroys the germ and brings you back to health. So what's important in general is to get enough sleep. And everyone will kind of discover like they say, okay, this age needs 10 hours, but adults need about seven and a half. And, you know, teenagers need about 20. No, I'm kidding, but they do need a lot of sleep. Teenagers and babies and toddlers need the most sleep of any other age group. But the truth is People are different, and there are people who need more sleep, and there are people who need less sleep. So a good way to find out how much sleep you need or how much sleep the people in your family need is for two weeks to just not set alarm. Everyone has to go to bed early because the best sleep that you can get is before midnight, And then people just wake up when they wake up. And after about two weeks, your body will kind of settle on a certain amount of sleep. And that's how you can probably tell how much sleep you need. But again, if you're sick, if there's a lot of germs going on and your body's really busy fighting germs, add an hour or two extra for that extra boost. The next thing, of course, is nutrition. And your grandmother always said to eat a wide variety of food and eat this kind of food and eat this kind of food. Well, I'm going to break down nutrition and water today in a different way. So, your body needs certain building blocks to feed itself, to repair itself because some of our cells are always breaking down. And others even though they don't break down as often or they don't break down at all, they still need nutrition. And so There are so many vitamins, minerals, and building blocks like proteins and carbohydrates and fats that are very important in all the processes going on in your body. There might be some protein that you eat. You might eat a steak and the protein from that steak may help to make a red blood cell. It may help to repair muscle tissue. Part of it may serve as a carrier in transporting things in and out of cells. So these fats and carbohydrates and proteins and minerals and vitamins are very important for all the processes going on in your body. Your body's like a little miniature city, you know? It does so many different things and it's so busy and it needs fuel to keep going, but not just any fuel, it needs certain kinds of fuel. Your body turns carbohydrates into glucose. So you can eat honey, you can eat sugar, you can eat raw sugar, it's still gonna turn it into glucose. Now, the difference between some of these things is that, like honey, comes with some vitamins in it that normal table sugar doesn't have, but it's still turning into glucose. But then maybe you get a few bonus vitamins along with it. How do you get all these vitamins and all these minerals and all these building blocks, like proteins, fats, and carbohydrates? Well, it comes by eating a wide variety of food with vitamins and minerals, which I'm going to talk about next. Like a lot of times different colors of food have different vitamins and minerals. When you have the orange foods like carrots and sweet potatoes, a lot of those have vitamin A in them. And then some of your green leafy vegetables have different vitamins in them. So spinach and meat have iron in them so what do you do do you just say okay I've got to have this and this and this and this so I'll just look up all the foods for all these things and eat it well you can't eat enough food in the world so what you want to do is do it the other way just eat a wide variety of healthy food whole grains and lean meats and getting fat through healthy things like nuts and healthy fats, like olive oil, things like that. So you eat a wide variety of healthy foods, and especially a wide variety of fruits and vegetables, and you'll end up getting all the different vitamins and minerals that you need. That's why the more of a variety that you can have in the way that you eat, and the more colorful, my grandmother would say, and she had a degree in nutrition and homemaking, and she would say, you know, make sure your plate is colorful with with different things because that's one good way to get a well balanced diet. Then water, we need a lot of water. Now, how do you know if you're getting enough water? You know that you're getting enough water if you pee or urinate several times a day, and the urine is a light color. So if you are dehydrated, your urine will be a very dark yellow, almost orange color. And dehydration, of course, can make you feel dizzy. Your throat can feel dry. You can eventually pass out if you don't get enough water. But some of the things that we use to get liquid into our bodies, like coffee and tea actually you have caffeine which also make you go to the bathroom a lot so the water goes out and doesn't necessarily stay in so if you drink coffee and tea that's fine but just make sure that you're getting some pure water each day and you're getting enough and again the way that you can tell is when you go to the bathroom just look is is my urine a light color and am I going to the bathroom several times a day? so that's just a nutrition in a nutshell. Eat a wide variety of healthy foods and drink plenty of water and Then I just want to touch on fruit and vegetables because the fruit and vegetables are really such a powerhouse for us because fruit and vegetables are Filled with what's called antioxidants and antioxidants actually reverse something that germs do in your body and, and they tend to oxidize things. And so antioxidants reverse that process. So they're super, super helpful for your health. So I would encourage you to think about five fruits and five vegetables a day. Again, think of different colors because the different colors often have different vitamins citrus fruit with your vitamin C and strawberries also are high in vitamin C and so different fruits and different vegetables really make a difference in keeping you healthy not only because they help your body with all the processes that it needs to carry on each day but they also help to fight the negative processes that germs bring so fruit and vegetables just has to have a category of its own in staying healthy and continuing for the rest of your life to stay healthy. The next thing is to stay dry. Now, what? Stay dry? Yeah, because in the winter, you can sometimes go out in the rain or the snow, and then you come inside the house, and your house is warm, and suddenly the germs have the wet and the warmth to thrive so germs thrive in moist warm or hot places and so in the winter you need to stay dry like if you go outside and you get all wet you come in and you change your clothes into dry clothes but there's again you know oh that sounds like grandma but there is a science behind that that it's important to stay dry because warm moist is where the germs thrive and proliferate and so also thinking about that in the summer what happens we sweat a lot so when you go outside and you sweat and if you just sit around in your sweat then the germs are proliferating in this in the warm moist sweat so go take a shower and get in clean clothes again stay dry The next thing is to work out. Our bodies need exercise and we thrive when we're exercising regularly. One of the things is that exercise speeds up our blood flow and blood flow helps carry germs away and helps carry nutrients to the different cells in our body that need them. So our bodies need four kinds of exercise, stretching. Cardio, resistance, and balance. Each of those exercises are really, really important. Stretching keeps our muscles from tearing. Our muscles our tendons and ligaments from tearing. It helps keep us limber so that we don't easily... If we fall, we're less likely to tear something if we stretch regularly. It also is much nicer to be limber rather than stiff. You know, sometimes when you wake up and you feel stiff, stretching can help with that so that we don't feel stiff but we feel limber. Cardio is important for our heart. Our heart needs to have to work hard and then relax. And so we want our heart to be efficient. And we help it to be efficient at its job. One of the ways we help it to be efficient at its job is to do regular cardio exercise. And that's when our heart rate gets really, really high. You know that kind of exercise where you're like, oh, you can hardly breathe. Well, that's cardio and it's very, very good for it. A resistance or weight training is the next kind of exercise. And that's so important because what it does is it creates little tears or breaks in your muscle tissue when your body repairs that muscle muscle tissue It makes it bigger and stronger so when you're watching people lift those big weights, they're basically Breaking down their muscle tissue so that their body will repair it and make it stronger now That's good for our muscles to be strong, but there's also something else that happens. In the process of tearing down and repairing muscle tissue, calcium plays a part, and the calcium moves in and out of our bones, in and out of our muscles. And this movement is very good for building strong bones. So not only does weight resistance help our muscles be strong, but it helps our bones to be strong. Finally, with balance, I know that so many of us, when we get older, we start not having as good balance and it's easy to fall down. It's hard to get into certain positions and stay there. And we want it into our old age, be able to have good balance so that we don't fall down and don't do that. But also for certain sports, balance is very important in being able to be successful, like as a ballerina, as a football player, different things like that. So balance is very important Especially when we're older, when we get on later in life, but it's also important for different sports. Now, we are talking about 10 ways to be healthy and stay healthy. So, we've already talked about five. We talked about number one, sleep, number two, nutrition and water, number three, fruits and vegetables, number four, staying dry. And number five, working out. We are going to take a short break and hear from our sponsor, and then we'll be right back with the next five tips for being healthy and staying healthy.
0: Every woman longs to be beautiful. God's Girl's Beauty Secrets, written for ladies from 12 to 28, is a Bible study where beauty secrets are uncovered throughout Scripture. Learn to be beautiful inside and out with God's wisdom and practical tips on making the best of what the Lord has given you. God's Girl's Beauty Secrets is available at Amazon.com and PowerlineProd.com. Get your copy today. Powerline Productions. Being World Changers. Raising World Changers. Listening to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast on the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Now back to your host, Meredith Curtis.
1: Hi, welcome back. We have talked about five ways to... Be healthy and stay healthy. And now we're going to do the second five. So number six is fresh air and sunshine. You've heard your grandmother say, get out in the fresh air and sunshine. Well, why is that so important for being healthy and staying healthy? Well, did you know that when you stay inside, especially in the world we live in today where we don't open the windows, we have our ACs running or our heaters running. And so the air in our house is just continually recycled, recirculated throughout the house. And so we're breathing in the same air and breathing out and the same germs just get recirculated and recirculated. When you open the windows and bring fresh air into the house, you bring a whole new air supply and those germs and things like that go out. They're filtered. They end up disappearing. So that's why fresh air is so important because you're not having those same germs recirculate and recirculate. But also fresh air is a better source of oxygen that your body needs and nitrogen that your body needs than the air you find inside. And you're more likely to Move and run around and get your blood flowing. It's going to help your breathing. Playing outside. That's why playing outside is so good for kids because they run around their hearts beat. They're needing more air. They breathe more deeply. And if it's the fresh air they breathe, the good air they breathe, it's so much better for them. Sunshine also acts like bleach it disinfects the surfaces it touches have you ever seen places in your house that have been bleached by the sun my friend laura just pulled off a painting from her wall and saw that the paint all around the painting had been bleached by the sun and it was a lighter color than the paint that was under the picture um, you can actually put clothes outside to bleach them clean again. And it's a great way, what does bleach do? It gets rid of germs. So it doesn't just lighten things in color, but it gets rid of germs. We need fresh air and we need sunshine. Our bodies need sunshine to make vitamin D. Our bodies make their own vitamin D, but they can't make vitamin D without sunshine. So if you go for a walk around the block once a day, that's enough. You don't have to wear like a sleepless shirt, just your arms and hands and face showing. Maybe you're wearing shorts, your, your legs are showing a little. That's enough skin showing for you to get enough sun to make vitamin D. So your body doesn't need a ton of sunshine, but it does need some sunshine every day. So number seven, clean your house and clothes. We live in... A time right now, like I said at the beginning of the show, that right now we're coming out of this COVID-19 lockdown and we've been so intense on cleaning everything. But in a normal day-to-day world, it's really good to keep your house clean, to mop floors, to vacuum, to dust things and to get rid of the germs that just naturally accumulate on surfaces. Especially in any house, sinks, counters, toilets, and door handles are the biggest places for germs. So when I know that someone is sick or I know that someone has a weakened immune system in my house, Because of surgery or different things like that, I'll just take bleach wipes and I'll go around and once a day just wipe down the counters, wipe the sinks, the toilets, and the door handles. And that just keeps some of the worst germ places germ-free. And also, wash your clothes and wear clean clothes. You know, children are notorious for pulling dirty clothes out of the baskets and wearing them over and over again. And it's not like that will kill them, but clean clothes, especially when germs are going around, are very, very important for everybody. And also, clean sheets and clean pillowcases, um, especially for teenagers that have acne, Clean clothes, clean sheets, and changing your pillowcase every night really goes a long way to help clear up acne. So if you've never tried that, it's definitely worth a try. Number eight is healthy habits. Make it a family rule to cover your mouth when you sneeze or cough. Use a tissue or a handkerchief or your elbow. If you use your hand, wash your hand afterward and get Thick, comfortable, soft tissues to keep on hand so that people will use them. And the biggest way that you can avoid the flu is hand washing. Wash your hands. The number one way to avoid germs is to wash your hands with soap. Wash thoroughly. And I know that you can sing the happy birthday song twice or any kind of thing that will help you to keep washing. But when you wash your hands, scrub your hands, get under your nails and scrub them all over. Because if you don't do that, if you don't take time to wash your hands and scrub them really well, you just give the little germs a bath. And one thing I've appreciated about this whole COVID-19 thing that we're going through is it's really brought attention to hand washing. And as a pastor's wife, I'm always saying like when germs start to go around, if you don't want to get the cold that's going around, wash your hands a lot. If you don't want to get this flu that's going around, wash your hands a lot. Wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. So it's nice to see the CDC picking up And really, everyone's really focused on washing your hands. But washing your hands is very important and can really make a difference. Because if you think about it, how often do you touch your face? Do you touch your nose? Do you touch your eyes? And all of those are portals into your body. So if you have germs on your hand and you touch your nose, the germ goes right into your body. So this is super important for This is super important for being healthy and staying healthy is to wash your hands. And I'm just always wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. Always wash your hands before you eat. If you've been outside playing in the dirt, wash your hands. You may even want to take a quick bath. Finally, the 10th thing to be healthy and stay healthy is to remember that your body is a temple of the Lord's. Your body belongs to the Lord. It's a temple of the Holy Spirit. And treat your body as if it's reverent and sacred. And you can do that by taking good care of it and by feeding it good things, by allowing yourself to get enough sleep by exercising, by washing your hands when you should, by covering your mouth when you sneeze and cough. And all of those things will go a long way into taking good care of your body. And now, finally, I just want to end with this. What do you do when your family doesn't have good habits? Like maybe you have children who just refuse to wash their hands after they go to the bathroom. Or maybe you have children who like to stay up late and then they don't want to get up until 11 or 12 or children who hate their vegetables. How do you motivate your family to be healthy and stay healthy? Well, I think one thing that's really, really important is to explain why Things are important. Like I told you why the sun is such a necessity because it helps our body make vitamin D and it actually destroys germs. So the sun is is a really important part of our health. And so when you explain to children how things work and why they work and why our body needs the vitamins that vegetables and fruits have it really can make a difference in their motivation to do things. So talk about these different things and how they help kids stay healthy because we all want to be healthy and stay healthy, and that's what we want for our family. God bless you, and be healthy and stay healthy until next time.
0: Thank you for listening to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast with Meredith Curtis and the Finish Well team. Please listen in every first and third Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network.